What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Keeping Stock Sneaker Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Gray, and I did it. I got the LeBron 7 MVPs after they tried to pull some tomfoolery and move the release dates hours before the drop on Friday the 26th. Luckily, I had done enough research and found retailers such as Concepts, Undefeated, Shop Nice Kicks, etc. that were releasing them, and then just ran the gauntlet, tried all of them until I found my size, and was lucky enough to scoop up a pair. Super happy. It will probably be my last pair until September when the Oregon 5s come out. Nothing's really on my radar, but today's episode, if you're wondering, is going to be about the best summer sneakers. As July 4th is approaching, we're officially in summer, temperatures are rising, we're shifting from bulkier shoes to summertime fun light colorways i thought it'd be fun to share my outlook on what to rock for the summer so before we get into today's episode just a reminder keeping stock comes out every sunday on all podcast platforms so if you enjoy the show make sure to follow and subscribe on your favorite platform and let's get into it as temperatures rise and outfits and styles shift. Not everyone can stay in a hoodie forever. I try my best to, but some people may transition to basketball shorts, cargo shorts. They might transition from hoodies to t-shirts. And with that, your style is changing and so is your shoe rotation. And with 4th of July coming up, I thought this would be a great time to share maybe some shoes you could wear to the 4th of July cookout, barbecue, whatever you want to call it. And Start summer off on the right foot. This list is in no particular order. If I'm being honest, means these are just some of the common ones that come to top of my mind for this year, excluding the obvious Stan Smiths, all white Air Force Ones, Superstars, Ultra Boost, Nike Pegasus, some of the more common summer sneakers you see. These are going to be a little bit more specific in terms of colorways or ideas and maybe one of these sticks with you and you go grab them more you decide to dust them off undead stock them break them out and wear them to the cookout and so the first one that came to my mind and i've been wearing a lot recently is the adidas oswego super comfortable shoe very lightweight easy to slip on and off breathable feels good on the foot you can walk around quite a bit without them hurting your feet My preference, I have the Pusha T colorway, the dark brown, black, electric green, and they work pretty well. I mean, I can wear them with white socks, no shows, gray socks, black socks. They work all right with jeans if you're still wearing those, or work a little bit better with shorts, of course. But that's a great shoe, and you can find it for extraordinary discounts online at this point in time. So I would definitely check out the Adidas Oswego. Or if you're a Nike fan, I can compare this feel very similar to the Nike Flyknit Trainer. These may be a few years old. There's rumors they may be coming back out for the summertime. You can probably find them on StockX, Go, eBay for moderate prices. But once again, another lightweight sneaker that you can pull off with a variety of looks. I really like the multicolor. That's the colorway I've been wearing that I own. The Nike Flyknit Trainer, if you're not aware, was a very big trend for a while in the original black and white or Oreo colorway or the multicolor. And this can be tied to when Kanye was with Nike, he was seen often wearing 
the flying at trainers and the easy effect. And they kind of sold like hotcakes for a while and finally slowed down. They brought them back out, came more available, came some different colors. And now you can find them for an affordable price. And that's kind of the similar comparison between the Oswegos and the Flynet Trainers. But if you're not into that lightweight feel, let's pivot real quick. And let's take a look at the Converse Pro Leather. Low top shoe. You like Stan Smith's Air Force Ones and that very minimal, clean white leather. Converse Pro Leather are sensational. Very minimal, very fine leather with a hint of gold for that Pro Leather branding. Very minimal Converse logo and great for just kicking around, hanging out, sitting down. I don't know if I would walk being these for a long period of time because leather can constrain and hurt the foot or it can get a little hot in the summer. But the nice thing about the pro leather, you can dress it up and down very easily. Works with shorts, works with jeans. You could put on a nicer outfit and these are still going to work depending on the colorway you got as it is that high quality leather throughout the shoe in the low top style. And in the same lane, you could look at the Puma Clyde, another one that comes in a variety of colors where that stripe is slightly different, but it's going to be primarily white leather upper or some of the suede versions. Again, another classic silhouette that is often slept on behind Stan Smith's Air Force Ones. It's a very cool, minimal silhouette. Again, dresses up and down very easily. I prefer the red striped Clyde. But if you're not a fan of all white sneakers, the Puma Clyde comes in other base colorways that have black, grays, reds, blues. You just have to go out and find them. And again, another affordable shoe for the summertime. And you could also pivot that to, if you're loyal to Adidas, the Gazelle. So you have the Converse Pro Leather, the Puma Clyde, or the Adidas Gazelle. Again, another pivot to a very similar shoe that slept on from the high hitters. But you can't go wrong. My favorite is, you know, maybe a baby blue suede or a black suede or burgundy suede on the gazelle. Iconic sneaker always gets compliment when you see it on feet, especially if you pull it off well. People seem to really love this edition of the sneaker. But maybe those aren't in your lane and you're looking for more traditional basketball-esque sneakers for the summertime. And of course, we've got you covered on that as well. You can't go wrong with the Jordan 4 and the Jordan 3 in summertime. Low cut to mid cut. Once again, you see the common thing here is that low mid cut, primarily leather is what people like to transition to in the summer if they're going to dress it up. The Jordan 4 white cement or the Jordan 3 Hall of Fame slash Katrina. I really enjoy that red hit on a white cement-esque Jordan 3 or the Jordan 4 white cement. Another one that has depth, texture, and little details that you can match up and coordinate with your outfit to give it a little extra pop, but refrain from being extremely bulky or your foot getting overly hot. These might be a little bit trickier to find at affordable prices because these are Jordan's favorited models, three, four, but you may already have it in your collection and may not have worn it recently. Maybe it's time to bring those out or any other fours or threes you have because they're you can't go wrong with them in the summertime. Because you can't ever go wrong with a pair of Jordan 3s or 4s. Whether it's winter, fall, summer, a bat mitzvah. You can always pull these off. Then there's that slight transition over to the Nike Dunk. We've seen a plethora of Dunks or SB Dunks release in the past few months here. And if you've been lucky enough to pick them up, 
a great shoe. You have the Syracuse, the Kentucky, we have the Viatech, the Travis Scotts, the Para Dunks. There's been a wide variety, and some of these are still sleepers on eBay. Maybe not those ones I've named, but some that are a few years old or five or six years old. You can find some very fun designs and colors with these, while remaining that low-top, comfort, casual section of sneakers that have a bit more sporty look to them. And I would put that in a very similar relationship to the Jordan 1 Low. One of the lows I liked this year was the Paris colorway, where it's kind of got the lighter pastel colors of the pink and the blue and a low-top drawer one silhouette, so you still get that large Nike swoosh and a low-top version. And they have other colors, obviously, and some of them are going under the radar in terms of price. You should be able to pick them up. Some may be still sitting on foot sites. So if you're more of a Jordan guy, you know, the three, fours, the one lows, I would definitely go check out what's still sitting on sites that may be on deep discount after this pandemic or on eBay, those second party sites to maybe find a deal or just break them out. But as we pivot, you could go to something completely wild. That might be your style. One of the wildest shoes that has come out in the past or in 2020, as I should say, to me has been the Yeezy 700. As I've said many times before on this podcast, not a huge fan of what Adidas and Yeezy have come up with in terms of silhouettes. I do like the 750s. I like the original Turtle Dove 350. But outside of that, there really hasn't been much I've tried for. But I tried for the Alvas, the Zales, and there is a blue colorway coming out soon. This is a very unique shoe, a little bit more dad shoe vibe, bulkier, still low profile, but it does capture attention with the design, the lines, the shape of the shoe. Isn't anywhere similar to anything I've named, like the Gazelles, the Jordan 1 Lows, the Oswegos, Pro Leathers. It's nowhere close, and it's going to turn heads if that's what you're looking to do. And from what I've heard, it's been somewhat comfortable to the majority of those who've been able to purchase a sneaker. Downside, as I say there, is who've been able to purchase, it's a tough purchase. I tried very hard for the Alvas and had zero luck. It's always going to be hyped as it is easy, and it's a new silhouette, a refresh on what's been out. But it may be something you go after and wear to 4th of July or wear throughout the summer. Staying in the Adidas line, this is just a personal pick that comes to mind, and I really enjoyed it, was the Donald Glover collaboration with Adidas for the Nizza, a model I wasn't familiar with. It's kind of like a hybrid between Vans, old schools, and Chucks with a little distressed vibe to it in a linen colorway. Once again, super lightweight, made to be beat up, price relatively low on secondary markets. It's something that you don't see too often, and I enjoyed testing it out because I like that style of the Chucks or Old Schools, which are another fantastic pick for the summertime. Classic silhouettes that you just don't hear mentioned very often because the great thing about them, not the Nizzas, but the Chuck Lowe's, the Vans Old Schools, is they're widely available. You can go to any store find them in a traditional color, a new color that fits you and fits your style to pull off as a casual shoe. Maybe you don't always want to wear your nicest shoes out. Maybe you aren't always wearing the ZZ700 or the Jordan 3s out, but you can put these on, run to the store, keep them kind of clean and crisp, 
real casual vibe, maybe throw on some sweat shorts or sweats in the evening and pull them off. Another kind of crazier shoe. In this one, I'm going to assume little to no one listening has a pair of these, but if you do, go ahead and tweet me or send it on Instagram because I'd love to see it. But the Tom Sachs Mars Yard, that's a fantastic summer shoe. Between the browns, the reds, the kind of linen cream off-white colorway and the low-top breathability, very similar to a runner, lightweight, flexible, works well in all environments, is a great shoe for summer. So I wish Nike would push a similar Tom Sachs Mars Yard concept in a general release fashion because the silhouette's very simple, but it's all yet very cool. And I think with great color blocking combinations, it could be a real hit. It's tough to wash or downplay the hype for the Mars Yard, but a general release I think would do very well. I think it would be very similar to the Jordan 11 and then the Jordan Futures, which were very popular and gave that homage to the original silhouette, but made it a little bit more available for people who like that shape and style. This has mainly been a lot of Adidas and Nike for the most part, but you can't shade the New Balance, the 997s. I really like the Joe Freshgrid 992s. Those are made as casual runners, great for the feet, great in joggers, jeans, sweats, khakis, cargos if you wear those basketball shorts. You can basically pull it off in any way. You can even dress it up further based on the colorway you have. And the great thing about New Balance is that they have the New Balance by you, I believe is what it's called, where you can customize your own New Balance in any colors you want from high-grade, high-quality materials, have it made in the U.S. and shipped to you in a quarter of the time. It would take Nike ID or my adidas or something of that nature and so you'd have a fully custom shoe ready for summertime in those flavors that you're looking for from a made in america brand that'll allow some fun some flex but also be comfortable to your foot and then lastly i really like the john geiger twos or 002 lows that came out i believe last year a great selection of minimal colorways that once again catch the attention, slip on high fashion design and silhouette made to work casually and semi-professionally depending on how you want to dress it up. I really like the kind of Coachella tie-dye version that came out, but you also have black and volt and marble, etc. So fun designs on the uppers. Once again, lightweight, breathable as you notice, that's what you want for summertime. Comes at a high price may not be able to find it at a appealing price on secondary markets, but you may already have a pair or you may want to try out and diversify your sneaker collection or your sneaker rotation with a pair of John Geigers or New Balances, Pumas, Converse, etc. I know we've gone through a lot of shoes and there's a ton out there. I mean, but at the end of the day, Wear what you want to wear. These are just some suggestions to maybe try out some new sneakers for the summertime and pull up, flex, and maybe you try a new sneaker and you like that. Now you can find more and more options instead of being very Jordan dominant or Yeezy dominant in your collection to help diversify that style as your style is constantly changing. And it's going to give you different outlooks and opinions on different models as you try more things and get 
more perspectives on the sneaker culture. So I hope this helped you guys out. If I was going to have to say my top three rotation for summer personally, one of them being the Oswegos on here, second being the Donald Glover Nizzas, and then I didn't throw it on here, but I'm always a Jordan 1 guy. I'm always going to try to throw on a hoodie, even if it's 90 degrees on until I can't do it anymore in some Jordan 1s. Very classic, timeless silhouette. I obviously have Stan Smith's and Air Force 1s too. Um, that'll be in rotation. But these are some ones that I've been thinking about buying that I've found for good prices and maybe pull the trigger on later. But as I said at the beginning of the podcast, I'm going to take a little hiatus for the summertime as it looks like we're going to be inside, unfortunately, save up some money, maybe look for some other avenues of sneakers that are interesting to me. Or Pierce sports cards are booming right now and we may have a sports card guest on here very soon. But with that being said, I hope this gave you some suggestions to what to wear throughout summer, dig out from your piles and piles of sneakers, or go into the stores if they're open and grab a pair for the upcoming cookout, and just have fun. That's what sneakers are about. If you aren't into collecting them for a profit and you're actually wearing your sneaker and buying your size, have fun. Switch it up every now and again and see you know the reactions you get. And if you guys have made it this far, I appreciate you for listening. After the break, we're going to get into some cool content and upcoming releases. If you like what you've heard so far, make sure to follow us on social media, Instagram at keeping stock and Twitter at keeping underscore stock. Further, social media is always found in the show notes and other cool things that are going on with the Keeping Stock podcast. But the best place to find that is going to be following us on Instagram and Twitter. Without further ado, let's get back to the show. I don't know if there's a whole lot of cool content floating around, some more data coming out from the recent pandemic. It appears Nike has lost almost a billion dollars in sales, and it's going to lead to some layoffs throughout the company. I'm sure this is going to trickle down throughout other sneaker manufacturers and retailers if Nike's been hit this hard across the board uh, due to store closures, people staying at home being tight on budgets, I'm sure it's going to trickle down and harm other companies as well. Who knows if the NBA is going to start. As of the day I'm recording this, it appears out of the 300 potential players to play in Orlando, 16 of them had coronavirus, and it still is getting fishier and fishier every day. They released a 100-page document on what to do and what not to do, the seclusion factor, players dropping out, which is respectable for their health concerns. It's just tough. You don't want to see the NBA after going 80% of the season just stop and not have someone crowned a champion because as we've learned throughout this year, time is very precious and we may never get this potential matchup to happen again or next season starts and forbid someone gets injured, right? A high profile player and we don't ever see that player be the same. So it's just a tough, tough pill. Uh, for the NBA here. And it appears the MLB is going to open up, play 60 games, which actually might be better because the amount of games they were playing before was absurd, in my opinion. Maybe this makes every game count a little bit more, a little bit more competitive, knowing the stakes here, easier to follow from game to game with only there being 60 games. And then the NFL, we'll see if they pick it up, how that changes. Just kind of odd for the world of sports in general. But we'll see how things turn out. And 
I mean, it's only been three months, which it's felt much longer of this pandemic. And it's obviously shocked sneaker culture to delay releases, postpone releases, mass layoffs. And that's been three months. So from now until September, it's another three months and a bunch could happen. But for the time being, let's take a look at the releases that may or may not move as things change. So this is for June 29th through July 5th, obviously July 4th weekend. As I said, these may change. I mean, they pushed the LeBron 7s, the tie-dye 1s, and the orange duck camo Air Max 90s to Monday, uh, the 29th. So we'll see if these change again. But starting on the 29th, we have a Kyrie 6, another colorway. This might be the most colorways for a shoe I've seen in a while. And that's the Nike Kyrie 6. Good for you if you've collected them all. I couldn't imagine the type of inventory space you'd need to have all 100 colorways that have come out so far. We get an Air Force One on the 30th, low white tiger. We get a Daybreak on the 30th, Nike Woman's React, Nike React Vision Photo Blue, Adidas Woman Ultra Boost. This is on July 1st. The Opening Ceremony Reebok Instapump Furies. These look awful plaid green, plaid yellow. This is a very unique design, but these colorways do not suit it well. I mean, plaid on a sneaker works rarely, and in this case, more patent leather shiny plaid does not look great. That's also on July 1st. We get the Nike Air Zoom Alpha Fly Next Percentage Lime Blast, which is re supposed to be revolutionizing Nike once again in terms of boost and cushioning provided in the shoe with the zoom air and the forefoot and the heel. Very bulky looking, but may perform extremely well since that's what it looks like it's geared towards. Then on July 2nd, we also get the Air Jordan 14 Gym Red. Kind of looks like a Toro, but in a 14. 14 is a real hit or miss for some people. Not a bad colorway, bright, minimal red. It's just the silhouette can be a little bland. We'll see how these do coming out on July 2nd before 4th of July weekend, but some people might be dressing up red, white, and blue, and this might be the perfect shoe for them. We also get the Nike Zoom Double Stacked, which is another clunky shoe with that double stacked Zoom unit in the heel and forefoot. I mean, pretty crazy, so I would love to see it in person and test it out to see what it feels like, but I wouldn't order this without ever seeing it in person. Then we get on July 3rd, well, a lot of releases. The Nike Space Hippie Collection. So you get the Space Hippie 2, the 3 and the 4 that come from recycled materials and people's trash. Um, they've turned into a very appealing silhouette with a sock-like upper, lightweight, minimal. The Space Hippie 3 is kind of a mid-high top with this very abstract design. So it'll be interesting to see what people are going for here. Maybe they'll also go for the 1s or the 4 in the Space Hippie. So that's four models coming out. We'll see what they go after. Mix up in there is the Reebok Kamikaze 2 25th anniversary uh, in the black and white colorway. Shout out to Reebok. You don't see them in there too often. Classic shoe for collectors. I don't know how often people wear them nowadays. I might, if I were to wear them, I'd wear them as an outdoor hoop shoe, which maybe that should be a podcast. Maybe I'll try to get someone on here for top outdoor hoop shoes or top summer basketball shoes 
to see over time what some people come up with. Then we get the Air Jordan 8 in the pink, grade school pink colorway. Uh, 8s are a bulky shoe. I'm not a fan of 8s, but some people may love this in the primarily black upper with highlights of pink throughout the shoe. And that'll basically do it for upcoming releases. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I hope you got some suggestions or started thinking about maybe some shoes to wear for the summertime or are going to go after some of these upcoming releases. As always, I appreciate your guys' time. Make sure to check me out on social media, interact, let's have a conversation, and I'll catch you next week.